Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hannah Ann is the only of the three to have posted on Instagram since this happened. And she posted a photo of herself saying, flying solo, no turbulence accepted, period. Oh, So good. (laughs) So good. You get that, Hannah Ann. (laughs) Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about The Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Lee Blickley. Emma, I'm speechless. There there are no words for what happened last night, Lee. This is going to be a difficult recap only because there's so much to discuss. I'm truly shaken by Barb. Uh... I, Hannah Ann like left it all on the floor. Barb was out for blood. Madison was all about just being herself, spilling her truth. She held her own. <laughs> I I don't even know. I need a very strong cocktail after this, and maybe a very iced donut. Does do cocktails and donuts ward off coronavirus? Yes, I think so. <laughs> that's that's uh, the medical information you need from this show. <laughs> We have brought our wonderful friend of the pod, Charlene Joint. Thanks, Emma. On today. Thanks, oh my God. She, Good to be here. You braved the subway during <laughs> coronavirus. Yeah. This is, uh, you know, we just, we brave a pandemic for the things that matter. Absolutely. And absolutely. those things include Barb. Yes. Yes. And any Bachelor finale, let's be honest. True. This is important business. Yeah, this was quite the finale. Yes. Uh, you know, after a lackluster season, I was just kind of looking forward to seeing how this ended. Yeah. But the way it exploded in our faces. At the kind of the last wow. second, too. Yeah. Like, it sort of, I would say some of the best stuff to happen happened in the last 10 minutes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So <laughs> let's get, let's get into, it. into it. You know, Chris is really teeing us up about how Peter's journey is about to come to an emotional end, the most intense ever. Honestly, he... He was correct. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. that was actually wild. Um, I don't know if it was historic, like he said. But but even at that point, though, he didn't know know Barb was was coming out. He didn't even know about Barb. He didn't know, but he was prescient. Um, We learned that Kelly is at the live finale. So is Neil Lane. Neither of them had a job to do. (laughs) It was just like, look who's here. I almost felt like they had Kelly there just because they allegedly didn't invite her to Women Tell All. Yes. I think it was that. And then also there were a few rumors 
uh, swirling around that were clearly unfounded about how, like, Kelly, like, he left both of them for Kelly. So I wonder if they oh, were sort really? of playing, oh, I didn't with, hear that. playing with people who spend a lot of time on the Bachelor subreddit. Yeah, <laughs> they could have been. Maybe that's why they didn't invite her to the woman tell-all in the first place. No, I think they just don't like her that much. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel like they just didn't like her. And then they were, okay, I didn't know about the subreddit stuff. That's very interesting. But Reddit's a dangerous place. It just felt so weird. He's like, Kelly's here. Yeah. And, and she's like, <laughs> uh, And then that's awkwardly. it. That's it. That's always off. We head back to Alice Springs, Australia, because they are still there. Yes, they are. <laughs> Believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> and Peter's, like, going on a run. He looks very gangly. I was like, is this proper <laughs> jogging form? <laughs> <laughs> he's out of sorts. Yeah, he's still sad that Maddie left, but he believes true love will always rise above all and that things happen for a reason. And you can just tell it's like he's ha- he's going through this run and he's talking himself into proposing to Hannah Ann, Ann like yeah. every step he takes. What, I, what struck me about the beginning of last night's episode was how they just acted like part one never happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, you know, this thing that we spent two hours obsessing over and, you know, showing his tears over. Well, now he's ready to propose to someone. It was just like... Could, it was going too far in the opposite direction, especially yeah. considering Madison obviously wasn't. Right, you we know, knew out of the that picture. had that had been said by yeah. Chris, and I, so it was clear that no this subtlety was... anymore on this no. show. No. I just feel like there's it's like the pendulum swings in the opposite direction. It's like oh, he's in love with Hannah and now and then, yeah. and just so it can swing all the way back to Madison. And this is why I'm excited that we're going to get a 38 year old because I actually think that's going to potentially temper some of this. Yeah, could change it. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, I have high hopes for Claire. Yeah, me too. <laughs> But yeah, Pete says Maddie is gone, but now he's starting to realize he found his person, and that's and Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann. So <laughs> and he, he's going to go meet Neil Ayn, and he's going to pick out a ring. A pear-shaped a ring. A pear-shaped ring! <laughs> uh, I'm not dissing pear-shaped rings. I shouldn't say that. I know. But I, I just like to see the selection, and I feel like that hasn't happened for a few years No, now. there was just yeah. like, this is your option. Yeah. <laughs> and it looked similar to other ones we've seen. I, I also, I actually don't dislike pear-shaped rings when they're on fingers, but I think Sex in the City truly put a bad taste on yes. pear-shaped rings into my head when I was a teenager, and I just, like, have that gut feeling. 100%. So. The best thing about this is that I'm hiding my pear-shaped ring un- under the desk. <laughs> oh, no, but I feel the story It does this, actually look very similar. But the story of this is so funny because I told all my friends, tell Will I want everything but a pear-shaped ring. No way. Yes, but what happened was his par- his mom gave him her ring that uh, her his dad had given her. Oh, I mean, um, so he reset it for me. Right. So then I'm like, it's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, you can't. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's honestly because a, I used to, this I story agree is with worth that. more than you exactly. having the shape of diamond. But I can't want. sit here and be like, pear shaped rings suck. No, I don't <laughs> actually think they suck. That's the weird thing. It's like some. But it, it Carrie is a, Bradshaw. I relate to you because me. I am the generation that grew up with yeah, Sex in the exactly. City, and I mean, yeah, we all are. Even though my ring is, I'm not wearing it today, but my ring is yellow gold. But even that, I was like. Is that a bad idea? Because right, Carrie, Carrie Brush, said it, yeah. yellow gold and a pear-shaped <laughs> diamond is, is not acceptable. That's how, that's how we grow. I, how yeah, we grow. yeah, yeah. it's what, really just we like we come to accept it. But the, the Bachelor has come to accept <laughs> pear-shaped rings anyway, on everyone. My only beef is not with the pear; it's the fact that in the past we would get like six to ten rings, and it would be this. I I am not ashamed to admit I would look forward to this scene and see all the sparkly mm-hmm. rings and see what he chose. And in this case, it just felt like there was nothing to pick from. 
I also felt like the lack of care was indicative, perhaps, of <laughs> he's just like barreling ahead, like this ring will do. Yeah, that looks good. Yeah. Looks good. Let me kiss it. And I definitely <laughs> love this ring as much it? as I love Hannah and I heard truly. Him. I was listening to Rachel and Becca's podcast, and apparently he was like kissing the ring. There's like clips of him, like what? how excited he was, and. I don't know if this was like a behind the scenes clip that they had. Yeah, I missed that. Mm. But I was like, kissing the ring? What kind of guy? Like, that just makes it all even worse. It feels over the top. Yeah. It feels a lot like Barb, which he's Barb's son. Oh, Jesus. So, you know, Peter FaceTimes with Hannah Ann's dad and both of her parents give Peter their blessing to ask Hannah Ann to marry him, which I guess he did not get during the... The hometown, which normally would be a plot point, but because this whole engagement is invalidated, yeah. they don't play that up at all. <laughs> yeah, they just—they're rushing through it. They don't care. And Pete goes, "Let's go! Woo! Woo! Let's go! Woo!" <laughs> that's his—that's his favorite thing to do. Let's go! Woo! Pete's like pumping He's himself done that a up. Few times. He has. He's pumping himself up, and Hannah yeah. Ann is like defeated <laughs> because. Hannah Ann still doesn't know that Madison has left. Yeah. Hannah Ann's like lying on a bed like, I I don't know what I'm doing. Well, I think she had a gut feeling that he had stronger feelings for Madison and that this wasn't going to go the way she wanted. I saw this totally different. I I saw this differently, actually, because I felt like the majority of Hannah Ann's misgivings on the day of the proposal were voiceovers. And she and a lot of them sounded like repeats from her final date with him on Monday night. I don't know. I, I yes, she did lay on the bed, but I in Do you general think they were just screwing with him. Absolutely, yeah. I wrote that in my recap this morning. I felt like there was, it felt like completely unnecessary. Unless you know Hannah Ann's not coming to the proposal to be like, I'm not positive she's she, coming. Yeah, she That's true. Yeah, That's it true. Did feel like they were trying to rattle him. Yeah, and of course they did, they and they used that footage of him being like, I'm going to pass out. They used that in every preview all season long. Mm-hmm. They did get what they wanted. Yes, yep. it worked. And annoyingly. it also did then, at le- like, as a viewer that, you know, I think if I watch this again, I would be more discerning. But it read to me as like, oh, well, we know where this is going. So clearly Hannah Ann is intuiting something. Okay. And so it, I think it worked in, I, I mean, think I it like worked that narratively. <laughs> it worked yeah. narratively in that way, yeah. even if um, it was just them screwing with him, screwing which with I completely them. believe. Mm-hmm. So... Then she she does arrive. I mean, here I don't I don't want to dwell on that any longer. But I do feel like yes, yeah, she probably did have some niggling feeling. But I don't think it was ever at the point where she's like, I, I can't go. Yeah, yeah. Like I she agree. she's been totally steadfast the entire time. It just yeah. didn't really add up. It didn't. In fact, she's been contorting herself and making herself miserable in order to yes. be as agreeable as yes. possible. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Giving and giving and giving. Um, <laughs> what did you nothing both, in return? What did you both think about her like? bridal gown look uh, well it was, it was very, very bridal it was very, it was bridal. very bridal i mean she looked beautiful i i felt neither here nor there about it honestly most of the style this season has been underwhelming to me yeah except uh, for your except favorite for, reformation victoria. victoria's had some good reformation <laughs> victoria and, uh, i've had good style but i gotta say alaya it's tragic she went home as early as she did she had great style she did a also maddie there were a few too. great jumpsuits that did not get the credit they deserved madison on uh, a few of the In women general. yeah <laughs> yeah but madison did have that i just remember that like sequency airplane hanger jumpsuit yes yeah very pretty so Hannah Ann arrives. She steps out of the car. It's all very anticlimactic. 
And I thought the real indignity, after she formally addresses Chris Harrison as Chris Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, hi, Chris Harrison. <laughs> With no irony whatsoever. <laughs> no, Unless she's it. just that dry, in which case I love her even more. But I don't it was, think so. Like, hi, Chris yeah, Harrison. I think it was very earnest. <laughs> she's just like, Chris is, is a man with two names. Yeah, and you she say also them. was. Wasn't she the one who started Finasco in the first place? She was. Oh, yes. 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 Um, it all relates. <laughs> it all comes first. It was truly a Finasco last really night. Was. It was a Fadasco Finasco. She hugs Chris Harrison, and then she is forced to walk down this winding path yeah. in the brush, down rickety steps in high heels. It's awful. Yeah. The indignity. In, in a floor-grazing silk-white gown. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. After, like, contemplating, or we, we're thinking she's contemplating yeah. whether to even show up. Yeah. If I had to do that, I'd be like, see, this is why I shouldn't have showed up. But it she does. Look, it looks she particularly makes it. treacherous. I wasn't envious. It was same. I also do think, to your point, Charlene, them sort of making him so worried that he was going to be left by both women. Mm-hmm. It, it did sort of create the overwhelm, overwhelmingly positive emotional response. I think they wanted him, yes, to give to Hannah. It made Ann. him appreciate her more, right, in that moment. In that moment, and so he's so relieved. He basically almost bursts into tears when he sees her. Yeah. He says, you look so beautiful. You have no idea how gorgeous you looked walking down those stairs. And he's like tearing up as he begins to propose to her. Mm-hmm. And I just ugh, went blank here. I'm going to be on. I was just like, no, 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 this is not right. Like, I'm not into it. I, I, <laughs> so what did he say? Tell me. He says, <laughs> I've cherished every single moment I've been able to spend with you. I know I told you that I was falling for you. And I told you that my heart was being torn in two different directions. And now I have to follow my heart. So Madison, she actually <laughs> left two days ago. <laughs> Hannah Ann, your beautiful spirit is honestly unlike anything I've ever seen before. You are thoughtful, caring, you are selfless, you are passionate, and above all else, you are one of a kind. My heart chooses you forever. Oh my God. Emma, you take the most thorough notes. Uh, I'm sure it's not <laughs> yes. word for word. She's I'm typing Claire, very wow. The ultimate note taker. I, I didn't, didn't, I didn't oh. write down a single word of it. It was, well, <laughs> all I remembered speeches. was Madison. Remember she left two days ago, same. and Hannah Ann's face was just like, <gasps> It was me. And it just felt time. so weird. It just felt like inserted in there. Like he had been told like, to say it. I, I sent her kind of cruel. Like thought... it kind of tricked her. Like it seemed like he was trying to be like, she's gone. He and did downplay it. He didn't she say was right. she yes, left yeah. Yeah. on her own and I was heartbroken. He said, she's gone. Yeah. yeah. Which implies that he like had a realization and sent her home. That's what I would assume if yeah. I was Hannah Ann. And yeah. apparently Hannah Ann still didn't learn like the true context of the whole situation. Oh, that must have like, been fun to watch ever? back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So not great. No. Very brutal. And she's, but she is overcome. She says, you want me? Oh, my word. She loves saying, oh, <laughs> oh my, my word. word. She said, oh, my word, like eight times yeah. in a row. Yes. yes. Over and over again. Yeah. It's so, it's such an antiquated <laughs> phrase. Yeah. It's so funny coming out of this like Instagram model, 23 year old's mouth. It's very sweet and southern. Yeah. Oh my word. And what if she does? If she does like O M W. Yeah. <laughs> is it offensive? To do I'm going to start using that. O M W. O M W. And Pete's just like, I love you. 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 I really like. He's trying to convince himself. <laughs> and look, I think he does care for her. He does maybe love her, but I don't think he is in love with her. He's and like... he's just really talking himself into yeah, it, yeah. which is. 
hard hard to watch and, and then just he, like from my yeah. first impression rose to my last Ugh. will you accept this rose of this course she accepts it and it's the proposal so painful it was painful because it's just been obvious to anyone watching that it wasn't his she you know she wasn't his she first was the choice no. yeah yeah and and we and it was this all happened in like the first 15 minutes of a two-hour episode it's like oh so you're like there's God. much more to come <laughs> yeah this isn't the last thing yeah and just seeing from part one how he was acting towards her like he was just not that into her and it was clear he was in love with madison yeah. but because his family who clearly plays such a big role in his decision, in his decision making, making <laughs> was all about Hannah Ann. He's like, he couldn't, at this point now, when he rushes back to them to tell them and, like, tease it up that he's engaged and they won't believe who it is. And, like, it was just... Yeah, it just felt like he had done something right and was like a puppy wagging its tail. It's like, guess who I brought home? Hannah Ann, what you wanted. That is exactly it. He's like, I performed correctly. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. I have done the task. And yeah, of course, Barb sobs. Can we talk about also when he said, I'm engaged, and then they showed his parents. And, you know, it was his mother had so little expression in response to this that I honestly (laughs) thought it was taken from a different moment. But his father reacted appropriately, like, he's engaged. His mom was just just, like, who is it? Yes. She she was was just like, like, completely pan-faced. It was unbelievable. It's like, if he's engaged, like, Get over it if it's not who you wanted. She was only happy he was engaged if it was who she wanted. I know. She was truly looked terrified. She was, like, gripping her other son and her husband's hand. Mm -hmm. She is sobbing as soon as Peter walks into the room. Remember that they've seen him about a week (laughs) before this. It was, like, a week ago. And she's just, but, but, oh, but, we missed you. We we missed your smile (laughs) and your clothes. Weird. Oh, like what? what? She said we miss your clothes. <laughs> no. Yes. She did not. That's what I heard. She she misses everything. She's like we miss your smile, your clothes. Oh. Your I I don't like. I feel bad making fun of the mother of someone on the show because I know that she didn't sign up for this the way he did. But like, oh my god. Look, <laughs> like tone it down and not. Yeah. I think that Barb. I think she clearly cares a lot about her family. And I do think it comes from a place of protection and love. I don't think she's some evil person, but I do think that... Or just a drama queen. Like, she is dramatic, but I don't think that's the reason. Yeah, I think every adult child comes to a point in their lives where they need to set boundaries with their family members. Yes. And Pete is almost 30, and he has yet to set one single boundary. And I think that is what really came across to me the most consistently last night, Mm -hmm. is all I could think about was, this man needs to move out of his parents' house Mm -hmm. and tell, like, create... Lay down the law. Lay down the law and create some boundaries so that they can actually have a positive relationship for the next decades. Yeah. Because this is not healthy. Not at all. And not sustainable. No. If anything, this kind of behavior and codependence will ultimately create a wedge as we, you know, are kind of seeing. And so, yeah, this was this was hard to watch. And of course, Barb is also sobbing when he says Hannah Ann. He's like, we love her so much. We love her. We love her. Uh, She she spent the afternoon with her. Right. We don't even really know her. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I fact checked this. We missed your smiles 
uh, it's actually we've missed your hellos. Oh, I thought it was clothes. Oh. Which is also as it's, weird. It is as weird. <laughs> well, see, this is what happens when I'm taking notes and don't re-listen to it. But hellos That's is also, also weird. <laughs> we missed your hellos. She but anyway, to be back able to, to spend Hannah a week Ann. without her kid. That's all I. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She thinks More she often. knows Hannah Ann from spending a two-hour afternoon with her. Just because I think Hannah Ann is, and look, I, I have this in, instinct too, is very much um, agreeable, very very much tr- was trying to make it so clear how much she cared for Peter, and she was just like, I, this is my role that. here. And she she was like, my was one mission today is to make sure his parents know how much I love him. Right. She's mm-hmm. like, my role here is to be his rock, is to stand by him and yeah. hope that I ultimately get my needs met. Yeah. And uh, she was definitely, she had the right audience for that yes, approach. Because they, <laughs> yeah. all that her, his family wanted was to see that someone was truly obsessed with their son. Yes. I'm sure also in part because he got burned yes. in the last season. Yeah. It's a little too much of this whole thing, though. They Then they FaceTime Hannah Ann. Barb keeps referring to Hannah Ann as her daughter. Daughter-in-law? Like, no, as yeah, her no, daughter. Just daughter. <laughs> just as daughter. her daughter. Yes. And they're all like group hugging and then they're like, we miss you. We love you. Like, what? What? And then Barb says, and they lived happily ever after. Is it so dark? <laughs> and Pete's like, that we did. Like, is it? No. No. And cue the ominous music. Yeah. His family dynamic is about to be crushed. So dark. <laughs> Peter comes out then uh, to sit up with Chris Harrison, the Chris Harrison. And he looks he looks very dapper. He's like this black suit and skinny yeah. tie. Very groomed. His eyebrows looked, have clearly been groomed. His he whole... looks like he'd gotten a shave <laughs> since... And um, Pete's like, yeah, that day was a great day. And I was so happy with my decision. And it was a great moment. And then Chris is like, so were you able to move on from Madison? And he says, well, those feelings don't just disappear in two days. And look, I think that's real Mm -hmm. and correct. Um, But I think this sort of also exposed... Some of the problem, like how this show's structure can set people up to fail by pushing an engagement rather than perhaps allowing a little bit more for a little bit more complexity of feeling at the end. You know, I think often like I think if the lead clearly has one person in mind the whole time, it's a lot easier which for the most part they do. has been the case. Even yeah. if they're right, like torn, Nick. there's yeah. But even someone like Ben Higgins, um, who told both girls he loved them, like he had a clear choice. Choice, at the end. yes, and he stuck to it. And I think that that's that's been sort of my issue with Peter is that I think he's a very sweet human, mm-hmm. but he has not a very good sense of self or a sense of trusting his own decision making. All and that's why that's why he did feed into a reward the drama right. all season. It was yeah. just because he didn't have any of his own conviction in anything. Yeah, exactly. He's like, this is the way it's supposed to be. I'm supposed to end up with someone, so I have to propose to Hannah. And he's Anne just so I can't leave this alone. Like <laughs> yes. I'm, right. I'm the bachelor. Like this is the way it's <laughs> supposed, supposed to be. This is supposed to work for me, yeah. and I this is the person that's there for me. And I also just think, yeah, he's so swayed by whoever the last person he spoke yes. to is. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the last people he spoke to were Hannah Ann and his mother. (laughs) Which, well, Barb seems to run that life. Yeah. So, um, you know, then we go back and we see a bunch of 
post-filming footage of Peter and Hannah Ann. Which looks eerily familiar, by the way. Yes. It not? Very, yeah, it's very Ari, Ari and Very Becca. Ari and Becca. Becca. I yeah. was a little bit disappointed, though. At least with Ari and Becca, we got to see some of their fun times. And I was very unclear here, like, what is the timeline? How long That's had it true. been? And it, apparently it had been a month since yeah. they spoke. Since they spoke. Again, I listened to the Happy Hour podcast. They had Hannah Ann on. Did she clarify the timeline? She she said they spent like December together and then literally did not see each other all through January. And then this breakup happened at the end of January. Okay. So they had been speaking and Peter had been telling her over the phone that like his he was confused. He had mixed feelings. But she, of course, was still his rock. She was there for him, helping him like figure it out. And that... Um, she asked him, like, if you're going to break up with me, like, just tell me before I'm out in L.A. so that I know. And he said, no, we're going to make it work. And then they, they broke, broke up. up. Oh, it's brutal. Because, yeah, once I saw Hannah Ann was on that podcast, I was like, I need some oh, background. Yeah. I know. I started listening to it this morning yeah. and I didn't get So that was interesting, it. though, because yeah. they didn't explain, like, the timeline they of, like, did they have that. any, what do they call them, happy? Happy couple happy visits. Yeah. yeah, it was confusing to me. I was like, they must have because it seemed like they had been having an extended conversation. Sorry, yeah. and I'm just loving it. You're like, happy couple visits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not very happy couple. I've, authority. Been, <laughs> I've been recapping this show for too long. <laughs> I, I I know way too much. She's like, happy, happy couple visits. I got it. Yeah, I got yeah. it. The happy <laughs> couple visits. Yeah, I think Sorry, they had... I'm like that also about all this. So. But you've actually experienced <laughs> and it, and I've just like yeah. talked to you a lot. Well, I know by your notes that you are definitely, <laughs> you know what you're talking about. But yeah, happy couple visits. Maybe a few for them, like in December, or it was a holiday season, so maybe they got to spend time together then but yeah january like nothing they just talked in general it felt like we didn't see any of them actually happy together which you're right emma's like it felt like it was lacking i don't know it it didn't feel like we even really knew what we were losing there was sort of like the stakes weren't as high as, it was like, as they should have been. been. But, but then, then we didn't see each other but also it, it felt really odd to go literally from peter being so happy and saying I've never been yeah. more sure of my choice to them breaking up. I'm like, wait, wait. They seem to have had a relationship, but we have not seen no it. sense of it. Yeah. Also, with Ari and Becca, he pretty much admitted that he had spoken to Lauren over the course of several weeks, and yeah. you know there was something right. waiting Peter, in the wings. For Peter him. had not spoken to Madison. That's, no. Yeah, that's. I kind of feel like we needed more. Anyway, we'll get to that. But we need a lot more clarity closure with Hannah B. Which is which, not that, but, which I don't what? think is actually that weird. Oh. I know, but that was such like tea spilled. Like oh, I was I like, felt like that was you know, as Chris Harrison once said about someone like throwing a grenade in oh, the room I, and yeah, walking yeah, yeah. out. No, I no, felt no like I agree. That was a grenade, and I was like, what? what? Okay. <laughs> we need more on that. But I yeah. suspect that just from like interviews we've heard with Peter and Hannah, that it was kind of like he reached out when that stuff aired, yeah. just to be like, we're good, we're, we're good. done, yeah. Because I, it was brought up. I, but also, Peter's incredibly unsure of himself, so maybe I'm giving him too much He's credit. He's the ultimate waffler. Like, I feel like if he just even spoke with her for, like, quote-unquote closure, he would leave wanting to be with her. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. actually like, true. He that's watched that episode, point. and he probably watched the episode and was like, wait, should I have, <laughs> should I have pursued Hannah He's B? Like, yes. like, He's like, the I audience seems to think I... But honestly, I kind of think that he should have. Yeah. Well, and he should not yes. have been The Bachelor. I, we're not, like, we'll yeah. get to that, yeah. but yes, 100%. Could you imagine? Oh, we would have saved so much time. I know. Okay. Oh, God. But so so... Hannah Ann arrives in L.A. She did seem less surprised than, say, 
Becca, Becca about like the fact that there were cameras there and that some she seemed to have prepared some remarks like she yeah. clearly knew they and were been prepared by right, him at least that they were like on the rocks. I don't yeah. think she was prepared for the breakup, yeah. but she was more composed than than Becca was. I, I thought it was weird that Peter like grabbed Hannah Ann's leg and like put it over his if he's about to break right, up yeah, with her. And after they'd broken up, they were holding hands. I don't get that. Yeah. I don't hold hands with someone I've just broken up with. Am I am I she, a cold uh, bitch? I'm trying to think. <laughs> no, I think sometimes I have experienced a sort of like desperation of clinging on to what you know a is close about to leave yeah, you. yeah, yeah. But okay. not in like a sweet way, that. in like a sad way. <laughs> She's like hit what Ashley P, the support cow. That like Hannah Ann yeah, is, is Peter's support cow, and that's literally it's really that's it's it. really sad to watch yeah. because he just keeps saying, you know, you've been my rock. I'm so thankful for you. Um, and but again, she's like, I have no rock. Like I, right. I have got nothing in return. I mean, she was so great in this scene. She oh, was yeah. great. She gave him the best tongue lashing. It was amazing. I love that she didn't just, just go for the tears and like. She was pissed. It was incredible. Yeah. No, yeah. I loved it the anger. Amazing. I because she we, called him all the things that he needed to be called out on. We also saw very little edge and personality from Hannah Ann throughout most of the season. Which is tragic because it I do tragic. feel like she's kind of funny and she's sharp and yes. yeah, yeah, and clearly well liked. Yeah. Like from what I've seen, just from the girls, yeah. you know, social media interactions. And she was originally supposed to be the villain. That much is obvious based yeah. on night one, the first impression mm-hmm. rose for stealing time, Champagne Gate, yeah, and the fact that I wrote this in a recap a couple of weeks ago that like the fact that she managed to sidestep that edit is. Very, it shows how smart she is and savvy she is because it means that she was well liked by everyone and right. she didn't just she learned her lesson early on and didn't fall for it for yeah. the rest of her time there. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, <laughs> we love Hannah Ann. We really, yeah, we I, have. We I have really turned around, Hannah come around on yes. Hannah Ann. I really yeah. was not a fan of her, mostly just not that I thought she was bad, but that I just like had no sense of her and that yeah. frustrated me. And this episode really turned that all around. And I think I also just. This is why I loved your season so much, Charlene, because I love seeing women on this show just get righteously kind of pissed and like express themselves because so much of it is built around being agreeable so that you can. Yes. Because this man is the center. Yeah, Yeah. you can make it further. And so I, I just found this really satisfying. And I love that she says, for me, when I said yes to you. I said yes to a partnership. I said yes to us being teammates and working through things. But if you can't give me that love in return, then that's not a relationship. Mm-hmm. She says, you know, I'd stay by your side even if it killed me, but it has to be 50-50. Mm. And I thought that was really, really well said. Like, she's like, we we are partners, not I'm here to, again, be your emotional support cow, yeah. as you yeah. said, Lee. Yeah. And he's just... Keeps telling her, you know, I didn't know my heart would be with two people. And, you know, I'm battling, like, there's so much pain that I'm battling because I don't want to hurt you. But I'm also, you know, he still has feelings for someone else, clearly. But at this point, it's not even like he's talking to Madison or thinks he's going to get back with Madison. He's just realizing I shouldn't have even proposed to yes, you. because it's better to be alone than to do to, what he did. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. I loved when she said, you took um, this precious moment away from me because you selfishly didn't want me to walk away. I just love this so oh, much. I loved that, Because too. he has been so selfish all season. I think he means well, but he's just been I agree. so selfish. And every decision he's made, he's been every kind of entitled. Yeah. yeah. 
And he's always put, as she said also, because she says everything right, you put your needs and wants it like above mine. I just love that she called him out on this. Oh, it was so great. And it's interesting to see both Hannah Ann and Madison spoke to that, saying like you're just because this is you are the lead does not mean that your needs are are the only thing that matter here. It bothered me because I really feel like I hate to say like a real man or whatever, but I do feel like there are leads that would really want that, that a woman to stand up for themselves and be like and point out his mistakes. And like Nick. Be held, yeah, yeah, Nick would absolutely. Yeah. He yeah. loves to be held responsible. He can accept responsibility. And I feel like Peter instead would just sort of like kind of act like, well, I am the bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> right. And sort of just apologize a lot and hope to move on from it. Mm-hmm. I don't ever feel like he was like, you're right. You're putting me in my place. I won't do it again. I understand what I did wrong. Right. Like yeah. I'm take- and I think even when he sort of accepted responsibility, which he did a lot last yes. night, like in word, it didn't necessarily, it was hard for me to tell, like, what are you absorbing and what, what have you learned? What is, yeah. Like what <laughs> actions are you going to change now yeah. that, yeah. that you have accepted responsibility? Yeah, now you're accepting it, happens, but it's it the means last nothing. episode. It mm-hmm. also just yeah. means nothing to say like, yes, yes, you're right. And not then like. And I hope we do see, I hope for the sake of the other people in his life that he has learned something from this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she she also says, you took away from me my first engagement, yeah. Yeah. which I loved. <laughs> I was like, well. She's like, to be clear, yeah. this will not be my last. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Uh, and I yeah, she that. gets to the whole point, too, is just <laughs> like. Too. He ne- like he kept asking the women to like you need to be there for me you need to open up mm-hmm. to me you need to stand by me and all this stuff and because he's needy yes and her <laughs> point was like I want I wanted that in return too like and I'm asking you to give that to me and I, you can't so. I think what's interesting about Peter is that because of especially because of what happened with Hannah all he was looking for were was. He was like, I need someone to show me that they love me unconditionally. Mm -hmm. And he spent not enough time thinking about what can I be giving? What is the love that I can give? What does a mutual love and respect look like? And also what traits am I looking for in a lifelong partner? Literally all he said all season is I want someone who loves me as much as I love them. Yeah. That's, that's, not, that's not a right. That's no. not a correct requirement. Yeah, he went after all the women who ran away from him, like <laughs> literally. And yeah, it's it's all kinds of. But yeah. but also did you know affirm him too? It was this like he likes the dance, but he yes. also need desperately needs the affirmation. I it just all of it felt so young and immature to me. Mm-hmm. Like this is not a person who's really thought about what he needs in a partner. This is not a person who is taken enough space to understand like to what is to reflect and say what is my worldview and mm-hmm. what are my values yeah. and how yeah. how do my partner's values feed into that like what do I need what can I compromise what can I not like yeah. I mean we really saw that the most with Victoria F. Yeah. I know we've all recapped that to death but I do feel like Victoria F really showed what he was doing wrong yeah. How just how he views relationships and how he views challenges in relationships. It's just like he's like a high schooler. Yeah. Yes, he's <laughs> like a high schooler. Yeah. Exactly. It's, I had a more mature relationship than that when I was in high school. Right. No, and just watching these 23-year-old women who, you know, we've been run knocking circles, the age run circles a little bit. Yes. But like, yes. 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 A 28-year-old man 
should know better. I was like, the level, <laughs> the level of emotional intelligence and maturity that both of these women showed last night, yeah. it was such a contrast to Peter. It was it was shocking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or not even shocking, but it was telling. It was yes. brutal. <sighs> and even just how Madison was... Oh, we'll get to it. We'll but get she, to it. Yeah, we'll get yeah. to it. Okay. okay. So, 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 yeah, they're, they're going through this. She, she says, you know, <laughs> she makes him address... Point by point, what he is sorry for, which I also loved because I'm yeah. like, this woman is getting this on film. She's like, sorry for what? Yeah. <laughs> for not being man enough to follow through on your words, not being true to your words, not being true to your feelings. Is that what you're sorry for? And he's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I don't I don't love the real man being man enough yeah, yeah. Uh, construction, but I understood what she was trying to say. Yes. And I got it. Yeah. And I thought she was right. Yeah. Um, and he apologized again, and she sort of pushes him. She's like, okay, if you're sorry, then, like, why is this happening? What did – it's like she is pushing him to, to really reflect on what led us here. And all he can say is, like, I just – I didn't want to hurt anyone. Yeah, I didn't As though it just happened and his heart was just yeah. pulled in different directions as though there's no decision-making involved in this. Mm-hmm. Like, he did not have to withhold the information from her that oh. Madison had left. He did not have to propose. Yeah. He did, yeah. like – he so many of these things did, were his choices. And to be, yeah. If he was honest too with Hannah Ann about how Madison left, she might have not even said yes to a proposal. She might have just been like, "Okay, maybe we can date and see where this goes." Or she might have walked away herself. He started this whole thing out not being honest. Yeah. So right there, it's not gonna, it's gonna fail. Yes. Well, and as she said, she was like, "I didn't even know what I was saying yes to." Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, you know, I can't even look at you anymore. I just need someone who's going to be true to their words, not be torn and conflicted 90% of the time because <laughs> it's so affected great. a lot of people. So I don't need anything more from you. You've done enough damage. Yeah. And then she That's gives so the back good. ring back to Peter and we get the Barb cam and Barb is it's in clapping. the audience just like clapping for <laughs> Hannah Ann dumping her son. It's <laughs> savage. I mean, the Barb cam last night. Was. Give that person a raise, yeah. whoever yeah. decided to just... Someone was just like, let's just keep the camera on Barb. Yep. Flip back to Hannah Ann every once in a while backstage, but Barb is... She gives good reaction. She, oh, my god. She was never boring. Oh, my gosh. She delivered. Yeah. Peter is such a people pleaser that he, like, couldn't bear to let Hannah Ann go after... Like, it's like he wanted some sort of appeasement, yeah. mm-hmm. and so he kind of follows her out, and she, like, eventually just swats him away yeah. out of the car. It's like when Ari, like, says, remember Ari leave. was, like, following Becca around, too? It's like, just leave, leave these alone. women alone. Let like you've them done, You've leave. made the choice. You had the power in making that choice. Yeah. And you don't get to then determine the reaction. No. Yeah. You don't get a hug goodbye. Like, no. <laughs> so, yeah, we get, we cut back to Peter and Chris Harrison. And Chris is like, Pete, are you all right? <laughs> like, sir, no. He's, he's not. <laughs> He's like, Hannah Ann was the most beautiful soul. I need Peter to get some new descriptors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He calls both Hannah Ann and Madison the most selfless person he's ever met. Yeah. <laughs> the most beautiful souls. The most beautiful souls. I'm like, you can't, if you're saying people are, you can't like use all the same descriptors and then be like, but you're one of a kind. That's <laughs> really, I need him to get a wider vocabulary. Yeah. He needs a thesaurus. At least, I mean, this is an upgrade from like amazing and incredible. That's at true. Least. They are, they're not just amazing and incredible. They're also, they have beautiful hearts and beautiful souls. There's two angels walking on the earth, (laughs) carrying his heart around, out of his body. Uh, Yeah, Pete says his feelings for Madison were a part of the Hannah Ann breakup. 
um, because of I, course he would say that because I'm just sensing there's going to be a Madison twist, aren't we all? I sensing have, that? I, and it might be an unpopular opinion, but I definitely saw the whole Madison Peter thing towards the end, just as very off. And I thought it was interesting that Peter's exact words about that were when when Chris Harrison asked, you know, was it your feelings for Madison? He said a little bit, yeah, not total, not completely, but a little bit. This is knowing Madison, we would later find out, is backstage waiting to come on. Yeah. So to already to me, I feel like that's very, that's not a lackluster, I mean, no, that is a lackluster response. I don't think it's as, you know. He's hedging. He's mm-hmm. hedging, and it's odd, considering they, you know, supposedly end up together-ish. But we'll get to that. <laughs> so we'll get weird. to that. I think he's also just, look, he's not good at, like, something that in talking to Nick File that he's always said is, like, when you figure out who you want to be with, you need to protect that relationship. Yes. And I feel like Peter did an abysmal job oh, of protecting oh, yeah. any relationship. So to the point where my recap today is about how I don't actually think he wanted to get back together with Madison. I'm not joking. Interesting. Okay. But I'm we'll get to that. get we'll into get to this. That. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Peter should be single for a little oh, while absolutely. and get his own he apartment. Just been and single. like to be like... Bachelor famous, get his rocks off for yeah, a while exactly. and figure out what he's looking like. Go back exactly. with Hannah B, maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I just don't, yeah. We're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, we break down more of the incredibly brutal Bachelor finale. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful. 
And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily, I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables, 
from article, that lovely chair out on my deck, article, our big console, article, I'm my bed frame, article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. And now back to uh, the end of Pilot Pete's journey. And Barb. More Barb. So Pete and Hannah Ann have not seen each other since the breakup. Uh, I also love that backstage, Hannah Ann makes like an incredible eye roll Mm -hmm. face when Peter is talking before she comes out. (laughs) She looks gorgeous. She She does. Barb is like legit cheering for her. Barb is obsessed with Hannah Ann. I was like, Barb definitely still texts Hannah Ann. Yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. They definitely meet up for dinner dates. There's no doubt. Yeah. And Hannah Ann also shows up prepared she for is this. ready <laughs> which is so it was so nice to see though a woman who's clearly had time now to think about her breakup that she just had no she knew exactly what she wanted to hit mm-hmm. don't we, we all wish don't I we all response. wish we could be that prepared for a breakup yes and it's like she knew what he was going to use as his defense or yes. come back with and she was like but like every she time came back, she came it was amazing. Off so, so She well. launches into a monologue, basically. She said, words are powerful, Peter. Either you mean what you say or you don't understand the weight of your words. So she basically put him in a situation where it's like, either you're a liar or you're an <laughs> insensitive jackass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. It was fantastic. And she says, you know, you knew how serious I was about an engagement and you knew me saying yes to you. I was going to stand by you. And it's true. Mm-hmm. He did know those things. Mm-hmm. She said those things. Yeah. Um, and oh, he's so weak. I also thought it was very weird that she says he reached out to her, her parents. parents and said, I wish we had met off of the show. Like, again, Peter is trying to people please all the time. Mm-hmm. So he ends up doing things that are counterproductive. Like, I'm I'm sure that he reached out to her parents because he feels an immense amount of guilt. Yes. Yes. But you need to give her parents some space or, or send them one message just saying, this you is know, my fault. There, there is nothing to say besides I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am so sorry that I put you through this. But no, he's trying to be like, you know what? If I'm sorry, other but thing, if we weren't on a reality yeah. show, maybe it could have worked out. Yeah. It's it's the I'm reality sure, but, show's fault. But you were on a reality show. Yeah. No, it's your fault, so. Peter. This is all your fault. 
Also, Just like, apologize. you went on The Bachelor, and she points this out. She's like, you signed up to be The Bachelor. Yeah. So, like, unfortunately, meet the, the negatives that come along with meeting someone on reality television are just part and parcel of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have empathy for him to an extent, but, like, but I, yeah. uh, to an extent. <laughs> but I think she's right. Like, he's signed up for it. Like, I always try to think about, okay, what did, how did the structure of the show impact people and their decision making and try to be sympathetic to that as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But also, like, there is personal responsibility here and lots of people go on this show and don't end up in this situation. Yes. 100%. <laughs> also, just even the argument of that, like, I wish we had met in real life. It's like, what would have been different? Like, you just, right. none of the, you, you weren't. I think he wasn't that into I, her. Yeah, I yeah. get I get that he's like, I wasn't expecting my heart to be torn in two directions or whatever. But I, I just, like, you have to have some inner compass telling you who you like the most. As yeah. Andy said watching part one, he was like, if you love two women, you love neither. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, I love watching it with Aunt, with my husband because he just like <laughs> he always like he drops nuggets all the time when we watch this. Anyway, and it's true if you love them both and you love neither enough, certainly, yeah, to become engaged to one of them. Nope. right, <sighs> right. Like you don't just don't get engaged. But yes. he says, you know, I did love you. Like I, 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 I wouldn't have proposed to you if I didn't feel that love in my heart. <sighs> but also, what. Where else are you feeling love? Like, yeah. what? Are, why are people using this phrase? Is in just my heart. yeah. You had love <laughs> in your heart for me, and I had love in my heart. heart for you. Versus like use love your freaking brains. Love <laughs> in your brain. Like I stop using your heart <laughs> and think with your brain. And this is where Hannah Ann. You know, I think Peter kind of tries to shut it down. He's like, everything you say is a hundred percent right. Everything is fair. Yeah, um, and. She is like, well, I didn't even know what I was saying yes to. I didn't know the extent of what happened in Australia. Mm-hmm. And so that wasn't that wasn't fair. And he's like, well, I only had two days. And she points out, yeah, you could have told me the truth in those two days. Yeah. Just what bothers me about Peter is like he'll agree with her and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I did everything wrong. But then he does. Def- he gets defensive. Yeah. Also slightly at every turn. Right. Like, but yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, like, oh, but I did have love in my heart for you when I proposed. Like yeah. it really I di- I meant it this way. Yeah. You know, he's always defending himself at every turn. <sighs> Sorry, I'm like so annoyed. With that. <laughs> Same. It was, it was so hard to watch. And she says, you know, if you'd been honest, maybe I would have picked up on the fact that you weren't ready for a commitment with mm-hmm. me and the outcome would have been different. And I thought this was also key. She says, the most hurtful part is that you didn't respect me enough to sit down and have that op- open conversation with me. Mm-hmm. And I think that is true. It's like a lack of respect when you are not when you are not giving a potential partner the full picture and all of the information like that is not respectful mm-hmm. because you're not giving them the power to decide whether they want to be in that situation or not. Yeah. But once again, it all comes back to his entitlement and selfishness as The Bachelor. Yep. Even Barb sees it. She's just like, well, Barb certainly sees she it. She is shaking her head with, with anything Hannah Ann is saying. Yeah. She's all on board. And then Chris gives Hannah Ann the final word, which was so great, too. Um, so she just drops that truth bomb about Hannah Brown, how he needed a closure. <laughs> that was the first sign. And then she goes, a word of advice. If you want to be with a woman, you need to become a real man. And I was just like, <laughs> on my couch. 
the redemption arc of Hannah Ann. Yeah, yeah she's like, incredible. I, don't, I don't need you to be my rock. I'm my own rock. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, it was just, great. it was <laughs> so good. Be your own rock. That's also, the, I, I, I want to point out that Hannah Ann is the only of the three to have posted on Instagram yes. since this happened. And she posted a photo of herself saying, flying solo, no turbulence accepted, period. Oh, so yes. good. <laughs> so good. You get that, Golf Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann. <laughs> and Peter is just, defeated at this point he's like i'll forever be sorry for what i did to hannah ann you stole her first engagement yeah her first engagement (laughs) but then chris harrison's like plot twist (laughs) i got involved which you know it's bad when chris is like behind the scenes flying places yeah trying to broker a happy ending i gotta say this this really bugged me i i mean I found this entire season overproduced. This was, but this yeah, is insane. overstepping. I, I mean, to go without his consent behind his back to rekindle and, tape it. and yeah, and to and rekindle a relationship that, especially given Peter's parents' opinion yeah. on the relationship, was, I just we we have to ask ourselves like, would Peter? have gone out of his way to fly to Auburn, Alabama and and ask for Madison back. No. I don't know that he would have. I don't, I don't know that so. he would have either. Because clearly he, unlike Ari, he was not already making those, yes. taking those steps. And yeah. maybe they would have, he would have reached out after this all aired. Yeah. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a shame, but, too, that Chris didn't realize what we all have been seeing is like they're not fit. Like they're not a good fit. And, None of what they right. value aligns. and. Mm-hmm. Even if you're the host of the show and you want the drama and the producers are pressuring you, like, as a person, like, just don't get involved in it. Like, you know it's not going to work out. So now, I just I think know. this show it's... cannot let someone end up alone. Yeah. Right. No, they, they Which cannot. Which I would have they... loved to see him oh, alone. Absolutely. Like, or even Hannah, a Hannah Brown, of all people, deserved to have her season just end with her. And even they were like, oh, but she might go but on a date with Tyler, Tyler C. C. Yeah. Which, which then undercut her. Of and course. Yes. yes. Like, her, her love story was with herself. And they took, they took that, that from her. Yeah. But no, maybe. The show can, you're right. They cannot handle. Their, it's like, to them, nothing is as tragic as someone being with themselves. Yeah. And I think that that betrays something like really fundamentally depressing about the way that we look at finding love and partnership mm-hmm. because trust that a that being happy with yourself and alone is significantly better than being in the wrong relationship. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like there like it, it being feeling lonely when you are with someone is a lot worse than having moments of loneliness when you are settled in your own yes. life and with yourself. And this show needs to learn that. So well said. Yes. No, but they couldn't they couldn't bear the thought of two back-to-back seasons ending up with no couple. And yet we have had that. Yes. Essentially. Um because nothing about his connection with Madison seemed settled. Obviously, yeah, and it seemed forced. It and yeah, like I I felt bad. She didn't look happy. No, and neither did she. She was put on the spot to be kind of tortured. Uh, and I thought that her conversation with Chris was emotional, and I really, really felt for her. But I thought it was telling that Chris asks if she regrets what she did, but he never says. Have you thought any more about the reasons that yes. you left? Like, yeah. are, differences. Do, do yeah. those concerns still stand for you? Mm-hmm. How do you guys plan oh, to then work that. through that? Yeah, glossed over it. Right. Like, there's a reason they broke up. Yeah, 
huge plot hole. It was right very there. important <laughs> reasons. Oh man. Oh so uh, oh so Chris Harrison takes the liberty of telling Madison he ended his engagement because of his feelings for you. I, this killed me because yeah. again earlier in this same episode he was like, "Was it your feelings for Madison that it caused you to do this?" And he was like, "A little bit." He's like, "Somewhat, yeah, yeah, somewhat, but but just oh, like a little bit." And that's with Madison waiting backstage. In short, I don't think he ended his engagement, at least not solely for his feelings for Madison. No, I think that he was just coming to the realization that Hannah Ann wasn't his person, that he had talked himself into it, and that he was still thinking about Madison, and that that was a signal to him that his relationship with Hannah Ann wasn't right. Yeah. Yeah. But they took this and really ran with it. Yeah, Chris was like, he is heartbroken. Like, he needs you, Madison. I think in his dream, he would be with you. He said that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because you know what he's dreaming about, yeah, yeah, Chris. Yeah. Despite the fact that he doesn't even know I'm here, I'm going to speak on his behalf. behalf. It's, yeah. It's bad. Why the hell wasn't Peter there? I, I, I don't know. Like, did they not think he would pitch himself well enough did they not yeah. did, did they, they not ask him or were they like, worried they, were they worried madison would say no and they didn't want but even that would be great tv i know that's what i'm saying like in any scenario no matter how you slice peter not being there it's not appropriate what they did yeah. either they suggested it and he said no or they were afraid to suggest it maybe because it was too soon in which case it's still not okay I peter totally should agree. have been there and so they fly madison to la Without and, Peter knowing. Yeah. And I guess he was expecting Chris Harrison. They He clearly knew they were filming a segment. Maybe they told him, we're filming a segment about like a how up. you're alone. Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And he turns around and Madison's there and he looks shocked. shocked. And not necessarily thrilled. I, I don't know. I don't. It was just shock like it, it was definitely shock but probably the first thing that went through his mind is oh she reached out to them she wants to see me which that's not the case like they they are tricking both of them into the situation and it, throughout uh, this barb is looking so pissed yeah. so pissed at chris harrison like mm-hmm. she's like this man overstepped yeah so much and then when we see footage of madison in a car on the way to la Barb is like Eye shaking her head, rolling, rolling her eyes. Like <laughs> it was. Oh my god, she is Curdle. not into this at all. And which we, we aren't into this situation either, because like we just said, like it's it feels like trickery. It's weird. Oh my god, and we oh, see some like footage of Madison and Peter talking. Um, and she says, you know, what I felt for you in Australia, it has not gone away at all. And I was hoping it would. And I was hoping I would get closure. And it just, I never did. And they hug for a very long time. And Peter says, I made a million and one mistakes, but I know that I fell in love with you and I messed it up and I'm so sorry, but I haven't fallen out of love with you. And they hurt each other like crazy. But she's here for a reason right now. And it ends with Peter just looking at Madison and saying, so what do we do? And there is no conclusion. As to what they do. Because it will happen on the live show. And Peter does say he's in love with Madison on stage to Chris. Then they bring Madison out. She looks very No, 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 you can't skim over this. uh, Chris Harrison asks, are you in love with Madison? And Peter answers, yeah. Yeah. Oh, does he say yeah? No, no, no. He goes, pause. Pause. Yeah. I'm not joking. See, this I is wrote, why I um, need you here. I should, have, I should have rewatched. By this point, I was like delirious trying to take one million pages of I notes. honestly couldn't believe it. I, it's like, 
she's about to come on stage with you. You claim to still be in love with each other. Every step of the way where where Peter should have emphatically yes. stressed his adoration and undying love for Madison, he didn't. Nope. He's like, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like... He's like, yeah. And then, yeah, Maddie comes out. Barb turns to her husband and says something. And we need some... Yes. Yeah, so apparently, <laughs> apparently, she does she, this multiple times. She turned to him and said something in Spanish. Yes, like because I was trying to lip read, and I thought the end of it looked like, like you idiot or something like that. But apparently, she was saying "ayúdame," like help me. Uh-huh. Um, and she apparently basically told her husband like say, say something. something bad. Yeah, yeah. M- back me her- up and help me. Yeah, by shitting on Madison. Oh God. <laughs> Frankly, I mean, they're they're a very happily married couple. I feel like he should have known to do that to please yeah, his wife without was, her needing that, to say it. I think that was even like further in. She turned to him a lot and said during nothing. this, yeah. but that was when that was towards the end. Yeah, when Chris was gearing up to be like, "All right, Pete Senior, it's your turn." Yeah, yeah. And she was like, it's "You like better, dad, you better like, effing you better help, help me." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because oh, he was pretty quiet. And also, where was Jack? Was he there? No. I thought, saw Jack on Instagram story watching with his friends. Oh, and he gosh. has posted, like, earlier and then did not has not posted anything. Mm. I'm sure this whole family is in crisis like, Jack today. Jack must be like, wow, my family is torn apart. But, yeah. It's very rough. But Madison looks gorgeous. She's wearing a, like, Barbie pink, mm-hmm. hot pink hair dress. Hair Hair yeah. is so long and gorgeous. Um, and she finally had someone else do her lashes. Yeah. Oh my god. Her bottom was, lashes looked ten times. It was so <laughs> distracting the whole season. I was glad that someone professionally did yeah, her makeup. Yes, and it looked good. And they seem they do seem a little bit giddy around each other, like giggly in this sweet way. Where I'm like, these two people really like each. other. I thought they did really like each other. I do not think they're a good match. I do not think they should be together. But clearly, there is some excitement and yeah. affection. Well, that's what she's always said, though, is Madison's like, love is not our problem. Everything else is. So that's like, you see their connection, but you knowing what we know now, it's hard to it doesn't believe matter. if it's going to, yeah. I, I'm going to respectfully disagree, which I know you guys don't mind. <laughs> so no, you've it. had me here like five times, so I think it's okay that I respectfully disagree. I did not feel like Peter looked happy. I understand that Barb was setting death glare, so maybe he was trying to, like, <laughs> temper the situation, downplay. Yeah. However, the it, it's, I'm sorry, the plainest way to convince your mother that what you're, the relationship you're in is right is to seem fucking happy. Yes. And he didn't. And he didn't. Yeah, that's fair. There was also no physical touch at all. No, they were very, they were very separate. It was like separate. a frigid, like icy uh-huh. body language, which he really stood out like to me. He eventually put a vague arm around yeah. her. But but they were holding was, hands or anything. That was after yeah. he had been encouraged to speak up and defend the relationship. Only then did he do it. He didn't do it without being asked. And then he put his arm like around her waist. But we're talking about a guy who like strokes the arms and thighs of women. That's he sends true. home that You night. know, that's yeah. a that's a very good that's a very yeah, good a guy who lifted point. Hannah Ann's like legs on top of him right before he was gonna he break up with her. <laughs> but he can't touch his new girlfriend. <laughs> You're right. It's You're right. So Sorry, weird. I, I just I'm so not buying what we were sold but, about this yeah, relationship. Just imagine the glare of his mother and the glare of Maddie. Just like Fair. I can't even I think mean, about I, what I Pete also, was kind of going I through. I felt like he 
the tension. He didn't know how to play it. Absolutely. No. Like, I don't necessarily know that he was, like, miserable that Maddie was there, but he clearly knows how his family feels about her. Yeah. And so, and there are also, I mean, I have to assume that Madison's family has some concerns as well. Oh, yeah. Given what they've seen play out and given, like, we never even saw, usually w- with the last couple people, you at least get one date where they're talking about, like, where would we live after? How would our lives look? We saw Nothing. nothing we didn't this. even get whether or not they're an actual couple. Oh, no. the answer was we're taking things day by day, day. which means no. That's to me. encouraging. Oh, and also looking looking to the future. His response was, "Do we have a million and one obstacles? Yeah. Is it all up here, uphill from here? Probably." Oh my God! Not it's Gee, great That's way romantic. to start <laughs> off. It really is. Let me tell you, he's gonna take her line dancing and see if she can hang at the clubs. <laughs> And once he figures out that's not her thing, <laughs> it's over. It's very bleak. And you can tell, you know, Pete says they've both both been really hurt, which, like, is his—how has he been hurt? That she left, I guess? Uh, and they've both been through the ringer. They both need to do a lot of healing, but he knows the love and respect he has for her. And he's made more mistakes than you can ever make as The Bachelor, which is true. True. Yes. Uh, But he's happy to sit on a couch next to her. And Chris is, like, really wanting them to say, we've committed to being in a a monogamous relationship as of now. Because he keeps saying, don't you want to give this relationship a a real shot? Are you Like, he's really setting up this framing. Mm -hmm. And they're not really buying it. And this is where... Barb. Chris throws to Barb. Yeah, he's yeah. like, you know what? Let's check in with the family. And I thought she was going to throw some shade. But she truly <laughs> takes her son's show and drags him on live television. It was the wildest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. This is when shit hit the fan. I tried to write down quotes. We'll see. She said, Chris, of course I have my feelings. And I thought she was going to then follow up with, but it's my son's choice. Yeah. She said, when I went for Hannah Ann, it was because she embraced me with love. She was so organic and loving towards me. Again, this is all about her. Yeah. Yes. The next day we met Madison, and it started out rocky because she made us wait three hours. We were exhausted just getting used to the time there. And when she did come in, we didn't even get an apology from her. And when I proceeded to ask her if she was madly in love with my son, she said no. How do you expect a mother who loves her son with her whole heart? As a mother... <laughs> That wasn't what we were expecting. And therefore, when I said I wanted Hannah Ann so badly, it was because I knew we clicked. Unfortunately, we didn't have that connection with Madison. And this was, like, the least harsh she was towards Madison. Unfortunately, this is not your love story, Barb. Like This really crossed a line. Like, I, I, I think she is ultimately right that Madison and P- Peter are a terrible match. Mm-hmm. But, like, that is not how you conduct yourself. no. And she's trying, you know, I'm a mother myself. I get the protective mother thing. I would never, though, embarrass, embarrass my child on live TV when you can easily talk to them off camera about this. He, the damage she did to the relationship, like to a relationship that st- already needed mending, like there's nothing that's salvageable. It can't that. come back from yes. this. She was like... I will make myself look horrific and destroy my relationship with my son in order to, you know. I actually feel she went into that def- wanting to defend herself because, you know, last uh, Monday well, night she, she got a lot of hate. DMs. Yeah, she yeah. was like, oh, I 
she basically alluded to getting a lot of hate online for giving Madison a hard time in yeah. Australia. And that's what's funny is I think she went into this trying to share her side of it and trying to defend herself and in doing so just made herself look a lot worse. Yeah, and then parts of me, I was just like, I can't believe she just did that. Is this like her trying to take some of the heat away from her son? I was confused about the whole thing because mm-hmm. it just felt... It was shocking. Yes. I was truly, my mouth was like Because Peter, on the, the floor. whole season, I mean, the whole time we've known Peter through The Bachelorette and all that, his family is so important to him. And like, that is his whole life. And we kind of watched like the dissolution of his I mean, and family. And I thought Madison handled herself incredibly well throughout this whole thing. You know, she multiple times tries to pivot it back to this is about our relationship. Yeah. She says, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. I can't change the past. Um, I've tried to be undeniably myself and I'm not a mother. She's very generous. She's yeah. I'm not a mother. And she says, like, I don't I know what it's man, like. So clearly I respect his family. I'll like... never say a negative word about them. Yeah. And then she says, what do you think, Peter? Which I loved. Yes. Because why is this on her, her to yeah. defend herself? Yes. And, and he, again, Peter's showing that he's not a full he has adult. no backbone no. in his yes, own adult. Yeah. Consider he should have leapt in far sooner to Madison's. Yeah. To, to Madison's defense. Also, I think one, where a lot of this stemmed from is like Peter... You know, the, one of the first things he even told his family about Madison in Australia was the whole fantasy suite ultimatum situation. And if he should know by now at his age how his mother is, how his family is, if they're the kind of people who are going to react to that defensively, offensively, and just generally see her in a different light because of that information, if it really was such an insignificant thing and the rest of their relationship was so fantastic, he should never have mentioned it. Yeah. Because it got their relationship off to the worst start. Because, again, there's no boundaries with this family. No. Like when you When you share something like that, that's going to stick with them. Which means you have to censor what you tell you're a family like that, yeah. frankly. Like, if it really is an insignificant thing that happened, just don't mention it. Yeah. Because it will forever taint the way they see her. Ugh, anyway, I, he just didn't get the blame he deserved in that situation. He it was didn't. between Barb and Madison when really he was the one that I thought really fucked Yeah, up. and he just, you know, was like, you know, my family has my best interests at heart. It comes from a place of love. Um, you know, and he knows that their biggest worry is that she wasn't there for him the way he was there for her. Um, But now I just don't even know what Peter must be thinking, though, because it's like he probably didn't expect his mother to go on the attack on live TV. And he's also trying to rekindle this relationship with a woman who's sitting next to him. Allegedly. (laughs) That he might not want to rekindle in the first place. Like I, uh, but you would think that they would at least just like pull it together for national live television. Like if I really disliked someone, I would suggest that subtly, but not be explicit about it. Mm -hmm. Like she could have just said, you know, Chris, as you've seen, we have we have have our differences, we have our concerns, but this is my son's choice. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and it would still have read as like she hates her, (laughs) like. (laughs) But, oh, my God. And what I found interesting is that it's, you know, let's say Hannah Ann broke up with, well, they broke up at the end of January. It's been a while. Yeah. 
that Peter and Madison have been at least tentatively pursuing something together. It's been a month and a half. Yeah, I find it interesting that evidently no effort has been made, or at least any effort to be made has been halted by producers. I just find it weird that it's been a month and a half. They could have a FaceTime conversation. They could have just this, you know, just a little friendly encounter along the way. I find it interesting that clearly that never happened. And it just made me feel like production had prevented much communication on that front. Yeah, because, like, we didn't even get a sense that they... We know they didn't see each other since then, but did they even, like, talk? Like, did Madison and Peter get a chance to talk before this live coming together? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) This coming together, yes, indeed. I just don't even know. And... What was really shocking to me is that Barb, like, doubled down and tripled down. Yeah. Over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she says Madison was not willing to compromise at all, which, again, I would have been really interested to know exactly what she's referring to. I can believe it. I can believe it, yeah. too. But I would have loved, like, to me, that would have been the better critique of their relationship yeah. rather than... Specifics as to Specifics, why. not yeah. like she didn't apologize for filming for three hours and making us wait Mm -hmm. like i i thought that was a very weak critique because like they are on a show and they are i mean production delays happen like it's not that crazy uh but i do think you know what what are the demands madison has if they were to be together like it would it require things that would really disrupt peter's life like we don't know because again we've really not seen them kind of work that through um all we get is that Madison, you know, every time Barb comes in, Madison's like, she has something to say. And she said, I chose him, too. Like, I lo- this is I me this. choosing we, him. I love that. I and then that. Barb comes in like, Chris, he's going to have to fail to succeed. She says all of his friends, all of his family, all who know him knows it's not going to work. So we've been trying to help him. <laughs> It's harsh. Brutal. It's so brutal. Pete is just like, that's when he finally steps in. I am telling you that I love Madison and that should be enough. Listen, please. And this is when Barb turns to Pete Sr. I think this is when she's like, you got to help me here. Say something bad. You got to help me here. And Pete Sr. comes in and says, of course, he hates the situation. There are so many obstacles. At Which this point, is, to even start a relationship like that, I think like he, he makes true. the best. He point. makes the best point. Yeah, this is when it should be the easiest and the most fun, and it's just been difficult yeah. to even get here, right? Um, because again, there are reasons that these two are long-term in incompatible. Exactly yeah. the reason that they ended things, and I thought that, like, what a shitty position to put Madison in. Like, I thought her conversation with Chris again really undercut her strength in ending the relationship Mm -hmm. because she was saying so many true things that Peter did not really know how to answer to when she was breaking up with him. Like, of course she cares about him, but she was right. There are things about their lives that are not compatible. Yeah. And it just sort of felt like that was never addressed till the very end. It was very so just weird. just going to take things day by day, and now, guys. <laughs> we're also at the point, too, where we have, like, five minutes left in the hour. Like, the show is coming to an end. We haven't even gotten to see Claire Crawley. And they just, like, wrap up the conversation with Chris being like, oh, I wish the best for both of you. Like, what? whatever it might be. But great. You, we uh, need Go more. be happy. And it's like, no, the, this, this is, is not, not going to end well. Also very telling that Peter is doing, like, no press today. Yeah. Right? Also very telling that he un- his he, parents I don't think he was stayed un- out to watch Claire instead of, like, rushing backstage to be like, 
What oh just happened? I know. Like they played into the game. Like it they was stayed. Disaster. She I, hugged Claire. Like all it I was could, all just. All I felt was like, oh my gosh, the a number of fights that are about to happen in this family. Yeah. Like Peter, move out immediately. <laughs> engage in like a productive conversation. In give it some space, and then talk to your family. Like if you want at all to even end things with Madison on a good note, separate yourselves. Go have a conversation. Like. I want to be in that car that took Madison and Peter away. Like, I wish I knew what that conversation was I like. I would have just burst into tears yeah. on the stage if someone was speaking to me the way that... And like you mentioned, like, oh. no press. I usually have the Bachelor the or Bachelorette on build with whoever they choose or even if they're alone. And nothing. Nothing for Peter. It could be coronavirus, but I just don't think that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, he wasn't on Kimmel. Kimmel talked oh. about it. Was he on GMA? I don't know. Man, because they don't know, like they they don't even know if they're together. Like, what are they supposed to do? Go on TV and be like, yeah. I didn't know that they could even opt out of that, or that he could opt out of that. No, it looks like uh, Wells and Jason were on GMA talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe well, Peter then. is just like, yeah. listen, I I can't. Like, I've been through. The I ringer. think he's probably like, he's I'm exhausted. Done. He looked exhausted on. Stage We've said many stage. times he's like, he's like how Obama. Obama. He's like aged. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's aged through this process. Uh, so before we wrap up, I know we've been talking forever. Let's talk a little bit about Claire Crawley, who got her five minutes. Got like, five minutes. Yeah. I but I look forward to a whole season. And they also released, uh, as they do now, uh, a bunch of the men who are likely going to be on Claire season. Always a few end up getting cut before, but since uh, there was some less than savory things discovered about people who had already been on the show. They've been doing this thing where they release people early, which I think they is wise. They let the public do their, yes, their yes. work for them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, we um, should take that guy out of the cast. I would like to get your thoughts. I know uh, I saw your thoughts on Twitter and stuff, but about Claire, because obviously you know her personally. You were on her se- yeah. You were on her season of The Bachelor. You, lived, you literally lived you with were, her. You were on Juan Pablo's season, which now I think Peter might have taken the crown for if worse. He doesn't, that is no, bullshit. I think Juan Pablo was okay. First of all, I think. <laughs> I think Peter is very sweet, but I think Peter was by far a worse bachelor than Juan Pablo. Juan Pablo, I don't think, deserved the hate he got in general. Um, But yeah. You heard it here, folks. I know. I've always been very vocal. vocal I also just think the ways in which Juan Pablo was bad at being the bachelor made the season very good. Absolutely. Versus this, which made the season very bad. Mm -hmm. I've had many people tell me that even though they didn't like Juan Pablo, they loved watching it. It was one of their favorite seasons. That's how I feel. I'm not a fan of him, but I thought that you guys were so wonderful. And the, the arc of the season was incredibly satisfying. I mean, just so many Andy's speech to about Juan Pablo. Claire's speech mm-hmm. to Juan Paul. I mean, it was you it was, self-eliminating. It yeah, was great. It was a chock-full season. Yes. Meanwhile, with Peter, you sort of start out with high hopes, and instead you're kind of learning like little unpleasant things exactly. about him along the way yeah. and not really sure what to make of it. Yeah. So have you talked to Claire? What's no, your I, so impression? People will assume that I'm I'm not not friends with Claire. I, but you're not super close with No, I, yeah. I haven't seen her since. I think there was like an after the final rose for Andy... Andy's season, like the season after ours, or maybe it was Chris Souls yeah. or something. Just we were all like flown to LA and I, we were stayed in the same hotel. Like we hung out briefly, but that was years ago now. I, 
I think last time we spoke was she had done Reality Steve's podcast, and I thought she was so great on it. So we like I just texted her, tell her I thought she was lovely, and we had a little Aww. back and forth, and it was totally fine. But again, that was like probably three, four years ago. I, I'm not even sure how long. So. Clara lives on the other side of the country. We we were never even super close when we lived right. in a house. I yeah. have nothing bad to say about her. We just we were in different groups and yeah, like the normal way and that these things work yeah. when yes. you're living with a giant group of people. I will say in general, Claire was kind of like on the on the she was sort of a peripheral person on that group, and I was also a peripheral person on my group. Yeah. So like I think we just sort of like <laughs> got along, yeah. but weren't close. We, yeah. We're not. We're very different people. That said, I think she, I've always felt that she would make. A killer lead because she's she has both the backbone, but she's also like not afraid to cry and be kind of a mess, which is like really the perfect combination. You don't want someone who's too chilly and like ice queeny, but you don't want someone who's too much of a mess where you don't respect them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's no, kind I of, completely she's agree. She traits. she has that. Um, she allows herself to lean into the emotions, yeah. but also is very eloquent and will tell someone off yeah. when uh-huh. they cross her. Yeah. And she it's, knows what she wants. Oh, I'm so excited! Yeah, let's talk about the dudes. Which <laughs> so we know that again, these decisions get made last minute. So they they towards the end try to kind of cast to the lead, but. Largely, they're just casting for the show. Yeah. Um, so these men are on the younger side than perhaps I would have expected. Or hoped. There are yeah. uh, that I would have. Yeah, I guess I expected it, but uh, then I would have hoped to give her like a real shot. Not that she can't date younger, but it feels like a 23-year-old. Like, you're just not in the same place. No. No. So there is one 23-year-old, which feels absurd. <laughs> there, are only, there are only nine men who are over the age of 30. Which yeah. is That's like not cool. Which will be her final nine men. <laughs> no, I'm just I hope. So. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I just can't see her being with someone who's younger ultimately than like 28. No, oh, not at like, all. Like you could date. Uh, yeah. where, like she'll probably have a great time with some of the younger guys in the beginning. But as it gets past, like I just feel like they're not going to be on the same, like you said, level. Please, your what husband. Older than you, younger. He's older. Okay, thank God. Yeah, same. I, that's the thing. I, it's hard for I kinda, me. I kind of. We needed that. Yeah, th- it's hard for me to older. speak without like personal experience in this. I just really, I've always said I would rather date a guy ten years older than me than one month younger, just yeah. because men, you know, it's a known he, fact that men mature slower, slower yes. and later. Well, yes. Yes. We just saw twenty-three-year-olds run circles around a twenty-eight-year-old. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, exactly. it's evidence. And, yeah, and in general, the kind of guy that even signs up to go on the Bachelor. I'm not judging. A lot of my friends are those people, but <laughs> you know, there it does suggest, you know, maybe an interest in things that are not necessarily settling down right now and making babies. So, yes. yeah, yes. <laughs> which is right. And Claire's been very clear that what she wants, she wants is a family. she yeah. wants a family and yeah. she wants to get married. Which so. is so. Can I just say it's so nice to have a lead where you're like, there's no doubt she's completely sincere. She's yes. not yes. doing this to reach two million Instagram followers. No. It's because she, she actually care. she doesn't she's not even posted on Instagram since yeah. she got cast. I love it. Yeah, yeah. it's possible oh. she wasn't. And no, they usually say something like, "Oh, crazy she, journey." She, ahead no, because she, she posted on her story. Oh, interesting. But not she didn't yeah. do like a. But even if you look again, back, like she's just Instagram doesn't seem like that's. Even I think not she, it's something she does, but it's not as. I yeah, that she never quit her job. Yeah. That says yes. so much, and she's always had enough followers to be able to. Yeah, it really says a lot about her. Yeah, I think she she's derives. A normal girl. She's yeah. a normal woman, and I think Sorry, she derives. Well, pardon me. And I, I but I think she clearly, <laughs> she clearly derives a lot of, you know. So what I and we, I wrote about this. Lee and I wrote about this. But I think what's so great about having a thirty-eight-year-old is that you have a woman who has spent two decades living her life not built around, in um, a 
marital relationship. Mm-hmm. And so she has she has had to make herself happy and build out a full social life and mm-hmm. find lots of things and that are fulfilling in her career in in her personal life with relationships yeah. as well. But like I think that that is just a lot of meat to dig into then in a on the the season. Yeah. And I hope I don't know my my pick. Just only looking at these photos is Mike T. He's a hot thirty eight year old with great hair and a beard from Calgary, Canada. Yay. Yep. I mean, I'm actually I, singing there next. By the way, oh. I go there in two and a half weeks. I, I, I'm I, partial to Canadians. Obviously, was, you are Canadian. Yep. I lived in Canada. Like I was just I'm telling them before we started recording that I personally think Canadian men are less commitment phobic like they're definitely totally okay with commitment and they're also more sensitive than american men in my experience yeah. i was gonna say limited experience but then i realized it wasn't limited <laughs> mike t mike t That's, I, I, yeah. also brett e 42 from provo utah the oldest the oldest i have the highest hopes for him he as emma pointed out just looks older but the same as all the other men. <laughs> yeah, Brett E seems good too, but I don't know. Mike and T. Mike T is more I, I find more handsome, which is probably why I'm leaning that way. I like his denim shirt. I love yes. his denim shirt. Yeah. He's good style. Yeah. And we uh, have to bring up Matt, Matt James nine one nine. Twenty eight, but he is Tyler Cameron's best, best friend. friend and roommate. Who lives and he also two guys from New York in this crop, yep. which always makes me excited mm-hmm. for the yeah. pod for, for the, the future pod. of yeah. the pod. <laughs> Although I haven't have not been successful at getting any of the two women from this season. Uh, ABC is not ABC is trying like, to let them. Just pretend yeah. this season. But I, my point is, I always love to see uh, men from and women from New York. It just makes me happy. And Matt James has really gained a following just by being adjacent to Tyler. Yes. So Damn. You know, I'm sure we'll see him. Which Mike one T. Is he? Give me his shirt color. This is pale green. Ah. Very, very handsome. Good man. Henley. Yeah. A and, moss-colored Henley. And also he uh he runs this um nonprofit with Tyler. Yeah, ABC, ABC Food, Food Tours. Tours. Okay. So he's I, I have a soft spot. Twenty eight. Yeah. That's to me the the lowest end of what I would assume like i don't think she'll date younger than that yeah. really i mean i hope she doesn't i hope for her sake because of what she wants she does not yeah anyway oh excited yeah interesting crop it's exciting to be excited about an upcoming lead because i feel like i haven't been in a really long time because oh yeah. Han- hannah brown proved me wrong same, but, I, but wasn't I wasn't excited, excited. no yeah. i feel like i totally agree yeah, i wasn't excited about peter or colton nope Ari, not many I feel like maybe were. Rachel was the last one. Yeah, maybe Rachel, Becca, because it was impossible not to be rooting for her. But yeah. I, I but wasn't, I wasn't even, even excited like, yeah. for her. Yeah. I mean, I like her. Yeah, I yeah. Think, too. But Rachel, I was like, stoked. Yes. Stoked. Yeah, I for. think it might have been Rachel. Yeah. And uh, before that, Nick, obviously. Yeah, and I was yeah. so for Nick, too. But now we get Claire, and I am so excited. I feel like this will bring us back. <laughs> we need a palate cleanser after Peter. And yes. you know what, Charlene, thank you so much. <laughs> Thank for you. Yes, struggling thank you so through much. this with us. I love coming here, you guys. That was fun. So no feminism failed today. We don't normally do them this late in the game, but we did want to do a little bit of a coronavirus rundown as it has affected The Bachelor because this pandemic is impacting everything. Everything, especially our beloved franchise. So 
apparently there's no stagecoach. It's been yeah, stage postponed. Coach and Coachella have been postponed, which is a real problem for, for Bachelor Paradise. in Paradise. We are going to be lacking some solid storylines uh, without stagecoach. Where else will they all hook up with each other and do something really messy? I don't know. Uh, we're going to have to find them a new outlet. I know. For... Social distancing <laughs> is not good for the Bachelor storylines. And also, at the live finale last night, uh, guests in studio had to sign disclosure forms. Yeah. To make sure that they were healthy and yeah, they had using to... Purell. I mean, one can hope there was a whole lot of Purell there last night. And and the final piece of news is that Clara Crawley's season might be filmed fully in the United States because yep. of, you know, worry about travel. So that's kind of wild. I feel a little bad for Claire. Yeah. Uh, but there are but, some beautiful you know, places in the U.S. I hope they go to some really weird, interesting, cool places and just find some, like, the most baller resorts in, in America. Claire deserves that. She really does. And that's it for this season of Here to Make Friends. Thanks, of course, to our guest, Charlene Joint, our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson, and to the wonderful, glowing Lee Blickley for joining me all season, really stepping in. And it's been so much fun. I mean, I, I really can't thank you enough. And oh, it's been such you. a joy. Uh, I've loved being here. It's been so much fun. Although the season was a hard one to recap. <laughs> Thank God I had you next I to me. I appreciate you guys entrusting me with this task. <laughs> and of course, we miss Claire very much, but she will be back. Uh, please subscribe to Here to Make Friends wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a moment of our bonus content and Claire's season of The Bachelorette. And give us a five-star rating and review. You can give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Here to Make Friends Pod. And you can follow us individually on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Lee Blickley and at Lee BZ. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. We'll be on quarantine for the foreseeable future, but don't worry, we'll be back in your ears soon enough. And thank you all again for welcoming me with open arms this season. I felt the love and I truly appreciate it. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks.